Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. Will, I've got great news. Oh my gosh. I've changed my mind. Turns out... About? Capitalism is great. Oh no! I love Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, my best buddy. Uh, it's it's good. I think the rich should have more money. What's been going on over on Twitter.com, Brayden, that has poisoned your mind so? <laughs> uh, nothing on Twitter, actually. I'll, I'll tell you, though. Uh, somebody found my review of an Amazon product helpful. What? And I'm, I'm, Which I'm, Amazon product? Oh, just my mouse that I review for. Uh, and you got it. You got a little thumbs up. You got a little helpful, helpful reviewer. I got an email from Amazon saying that somebody found my review helpful. Uh, so it, it's all been worth it. Um, Thank you for contributing to the machine. Yes, Braden, your service has been noted. I will be uh, eagerly awaiting my my capitalism check in the mail. Hopefully, that's uh, that's what you happens. Will right, will be rewarded in the the great beyond. I get to be rich and powerful now. Yes. In the afterlife. Okay. Hmm. Well. In Daddy Bezos' afterlife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just need you to in help. the metaverse. Just need you actually. to help me build this pyramid real quick. <laughs> That's what I call a pyramid scheme. Uh, uh, that is a pyramid scheme. Yes. Uh, what I. Uh, it was. It was. It was uh, cool to get that notification, but no. Uh, just. Just it's all been destroy a ruse. it all. Burn it down. It's uh, all been a ruse. Braden still hates capitalism. Don't worry. Don't worry, kids. Uh, the rich are awful, and we should eat them. The rich get richer. Um, How are you doing, Will? Speaking of loving capitalism, though, <laughs> boy, howdy. Uh, you, pretty good Pokemon you game, You play that huh? hit, new, hit new game? Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit late to this particular party, I know. It took me a minute yeah. to get there, but now that I am there, uh, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Yeah. I'm really having a blast with Pokemon... Violet. I keep <laughs> thinking that I got Scarlet. I did not. I got Violet. No, get the purple one. Um, I got the purple one. How uh, how were you were you at in your journey? How how are things going? I have been uh, just sort of grabbing up whatever badges I can get. Whoever happens to hove into my path. So mm -hmm, I've mm -hmm. I've I've defeated a couple of a couple of titans. Yeah. I have defeated a couple of gym leaders, and I have cleared out one uh team star camp that seems to be like on par for like average playthrough because there's less titans and star camps star camps uh than the gym badges uh, well i tell you i need some gym badges because my finizen uh is loafing around uh -oh. all the time yep do you think that activates less if they have, like, a higher if, friendship if you, score with you? If you catch them at a lower level, if you catch them uh, at the level, that, then they'll obey you forever. Oh, uh, okay. Is the thing. Yeah, that makes sense, then. I only realized that this generation, because um, it's still very weird, confusing how it works, and I wish it was more clear, but, uh, yeah. I will say... Um, We've talked a little bit about this off the air, but I have really, really, really been enjoying a lot of the little, like, quality of life changes that are present mm -hmm. in this one. The auto heal. Of, 
auto heal is great um uh just being able to see the pokemon all the time and just like walk around and grab the ones i don't have yep. and not have to like struggle through a million auto battle or uh well random encounters random encounters but yes also there is auto battle yeah uh, which is really neat because before it's like um, well i know it's like a two percent chance of this rare pokemon in this area so i guess i'm just right. gonna run around for half an hour until it pops up right and and just suffer but yeah. now it's like i'm i'm like oh there it is over there ah. rotom get it exactly um love that really having a blast with that really filling up my pokedex which is good and feels good um right especially because you get the, those little bookshelf entry things yeah it's fun and the cool the cool like yeah the cool little shots they get filled out with like a fun nature shot or yeah. action shot of them it's it's great i love it uh I don't understand the specificity of the food powers. Oh. They seem extremely, extremely I've, case specific. I, I think I complained about this too when, when we were talking about You Scarlet. probably did. But yeah. I, and I was like, I don't fully understand what we're talking about probably. But it's but really. Yeah, that, it's like, hey, do you want the steel types that you find to be more likely to be tiny? And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I, what? Yeah, they're, they're useful if you're like looking for a very particular kind of Pokemon or like shiny hunting. But like other than that, like it's just really not worth the hassle. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For eggs and stuff. So, basically, what I should do is just put whatever I think would taste good on a sandwich. Mm-hmm, and see what happens. Or just be like, hey, you Pokemon, here's a here's a pickle sandwich. Feel better. Yeah, just <laughs> pickle, peanut butter, and uh, strawberry sandwich. And it'll be like, it's a couch original. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sure it is. Yeah, it is, it is good to, to picnic with them, though, because it boosts friendship quite a bit. Um, eating with them, yeah, and you and can like uh, wash them and stuff. Yeah, um, although I've never like it never they never seem dirty. So that uh, Segura, right? He's always like, you ever been walking around with your Pokemon and notice they get dirty? It's like, well, wash them up. It's like, no, no, I haven't. I never <laughs> have. Um, One time when I walked into the desert and there was a sandstorm going on, mm-hmm. I thought my character model looked dirty, but I didn't yeah. notice my Pokemon looking dirty. Yeah. So I don't know what they're on about. Because even in, in Sun and Moon, um, they would have, like, if like after a water battle, they'd be, like, dripping, and you'd get the hair, the the blow dryer out and, and dry them off, and, and the water droplets yeah. would go away. So, like, they would, even just, like, a little touch like that would be neat, but... Um, there's there's a lot of other things going on in this game, so that's that's understandable. Have you been have you been um, taking taking your classes going to school? I took all the classes that were available to me at the start, but I did just get a notification that there's some new ones available to mm-hmm. me because I ran into this guy who was like, "Hey, I'm a member of the Elite Four. Um, if you keep doing gym battles, you're eventually going to have to fight me, and you better train up because I'm going to destroy you and crush <laughs> you like a puny bug." And then he was like, by the way, come take some art classes from me. Oh, yeah. The, I was art, like, the art teacher I'm, was least, I'm getting some mixed messages from you, my guy. This is, is a lot. Hassle, right? <laughs> yes, hassle. With hassle with the interesting hairdo. Yeah, he, he's also, cool. Also, speaking of interesting hairdos. <laughs> make sure you go to art class. But yes. Uh, uh, the water type gym leader? Yeah. Uh, is that a second set of eyebrows? Is I... that... <laughs> Oh, what's his, his name? Hair? What is going on? It's like Kura or Kuro Kura. or something. Kaskaratha Jim. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, Kofu. 
Kofu. Kofu's got an interesting hair situation. Yeah, he's got a really cool city, though. I really like that, like the that waterfalls cool and city. stuff. Um, yeah, and there's like a million help. shops there. You can do all your fashion shopping there and stuff. Yeah, or that's that's the place he goes to with like the the auction market. Yes. Yeah. He, he goes to he goes to the market that's by the sea. That one is also cool. Yeah, but yeah, no, the weird blue white mixture of his hair, like it's he's very clearly trying to make it look like waves. Rolling. yeah absolutely uh, yeah and then the top piece is like is that waves is that a seagull a, the ocean? <laughs> i like i like the seagull theory actually yeah now that looking at it again also it's like oh we forgot his wallet here <laughs> i trust you here's yeah right this is the gym test bring him his wallet it's across a desert by the way yeah. so have fun with that almost got defeated came very close to uh, yeah, was that your second gym battle? Because he's wiping my team. He's a little farther up than. Uh, yeah, I think I went in a weird order. I did yeah. okay against him, but the Titan battle in the desert, I Ooh, almost yeah. lost. Yeah, that, that was that was a close thing. That's like the third or fourth one you're supposed to do, I think. Yeah, but, you know, because I, I got down to my. It was just me and my, uh, my crocolore. <laughs> the, the big dweeb. My big dweeb crocolore <laughs> yeah. and uh, friggin' Ar- Arwin or Arvin Arvin. or whatever. And he, he had brought a Pokemon along that immediately got wiped out. <laughs> and I was like desperately like f- pouring super potions down crocolore's throat. Like two <laughs> super potions for one s- successful attack. Mm. And then it would just smash me again. And finally it decided to use the move that was actually super effective against crocolore. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to do all of this again. I wasted all of these resources. Oh, no. And then it was like, Crocolo, or, uh, oh, did, yeah, did it tough it out? It toughed it out. Yeah. So that I wouldn't be sad. And I was like, I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, we, uh, then we won. That's incredible. Like, Congratulations. Moment. Oh, Crocolore. <laughs> and then Arvin was like, I'm doing this all to save my dog or whatever. Yeah. Turn, yeah, I guess I feel bad for you. Turns Fine. turns out the the annoying mean boys got a, got some sad backstory. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Not me. Oh gosh. Uh, anyway, we should probably talk about uh, our actual subject for the day because I am deeply, deeply in Pokemon Violet Zone right now. And yes, we'll just talk about it forever. If we don't we'll, uh, stop ourselves, we'll, we'll we'll get updates from Violet as as you did with Scarlet from me, and then. Yeah, I think a spoiler cast at some point would probably be ideal. Yeah, um, I'm making pretty good progress, so I think we'll be able to, you know, do that in a reasonable time frame. Yeah, but we do have one more uh, business to take care of uh, before we, we dive into our main subject once again. This is true. We, uh, we, we lost some audio uh, from our last episode, and uh, we uh, I didn't really draw attention to it in the episode. I didn't want to like edit something new in there or, or figure it out, so I figured we would just address it now. But um, for those of you who have been asking, it, it is time to get an answer. <laughs> the German name for Araquanid was 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 left out of the episode, um, and so Will is going to reveal it to you here today for the the first time, <laughs> second for the second time, enjoyment. yeah. It's the German name for Araquanid, and it is Aranestro, which is combining Araneus, which is a genus of orb-weaving spiders, and Tropfen, 
which is a drop, like, like a water drop. Because as we recall, Araquanid is our big, terrifying water spider friend. Right. Like a, um, like a water drop, I guess. Yes, right. That, that kind of drop. Although, uh, um, so yeah, it's an orb weaver with water orbs. Yeah. And it was, uh, tr- I don't know, extrapolating Tropfen from TRO seems maybe like a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I don't know what else it would be. Um, so that's right. It's like, close I enough. mean, sometimes the wordplay is like not that obvious. Yeah. Case in point, I don't want to just <laughs> breeze right past. Yeah, I mean, our, that... our our friend from last week. But yeah, that's Araquanid. Um, it was a fun time and. You don't have to wait any longer to know what it's German. Now you know, so everything's Um, okay. But now uh, we we can talk about the the Pokemon of today, whose name is a mouthful. It is Hippopotas. 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 Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. I watched uh, the. The Hippopotas's anime episode debut, um, and there is a recurring bit of uh, Jesse from Team Rocket consistently mispronouncing its name uh, throughout okay, the episode. Well, at least... So they they know what they did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. I feel better now. She's like, we'll, we'll catch that hyper and or hyperdermapo and stuff. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But yeah, it's a uh, Hippopotas. It's Number 449, it's a ground type, introduced in Diamond and Pearl. It's the hippo Pokemon. It's a, it's a, it's a little, little hippo. You ever think, what if, what if hippos were like little and cute and desert camo themed? Well, here you go. (laughs) Yeah. It's basically that. They've got the like, uh, cartoon frog eyes. Yeah. Which is a little. Like sitting up on top of the head. A little weird. They look like yeah, two little, little two little unknowns just kind of <laughs> two. nestled together up there on top. Or like like two little spotlights, yeah, 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 on top of a car or something. Which is like not at all how actual hippo eyes work. They're just like yeah. you know side marble kind of style. But now now it's got these cute question mark kind of kind of eye stalks, uh, frog style. <laughs> Like almost in snail territory in terms right. of the eye stock stuff going on here. But other than that, yeah, it, it, it's a hippo. It's mostly yellow and and brown, and it has like a very like straight up like desert camo pattern mm-hmm. on its on its main body. It's got two huge nostrils with the, enormous just, just nostrils, a, a a black void of nothingness <laughs> in them, uh, and it's also got a. a I'm just gonna, a nostril on his back as well. I guess so. I I was gonna say a blowhole, but it's, <laughs> a yeah, third nostril. But it's, what the, is, what it's is the exact same shape and size if of not a nostril. I yeah, mean, that is what it is. Right? Nostril so. of of the spine, as they say. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, presumably just uh, based on like uh, the pictures I've seen in, in the anime, it 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 spouts sand from each of its three nostrils. Um, yeah, I guess it does do it from every 
from every nostril. I don't have any uh, pictures of here of it with its with its mouth open, but it's got the the two like hippo teeth thing going on as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, it uh, it bites Ash Ash's hand when Ash tries to rescue it. So. Um. Well, okay. It's not a hippo. It's a hippopotas. But I was gonna say, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Hippo kill you. Hippo yeah. Kill you. Hippo most dangerous animal. Um. It depends. Technically speaking, mosquito most dangerous animal. Uh, okay. But okay. you know, in terms of large, okay, yeah, the animals that will kill you, hippos are very, very high up. Dis- Discoverwildlife.com, the deadliest large land mammal on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, um, there you go. Cool. Okay. So yeah. But st- even, I mean, even if you factor in stuff like, I think they absolutely beat like sharks in terms of like how yeah. dangerous. They- I mean, sharks aren't that dangerous. Is the secret there? But right. like, still, hippos will absolutely kill you. I don't know who is listening to this podcast that needs to know this information. <laughs> don't go near a hippo. They will kill you yeah. entirely. They have unlike hippopotas, they have very sharp teeth. Um, hippopotas just strong. has like cylinders for teeth basically um and yeah so i'm, I'm very curious about the, the little, little sand variation of hippos that seems cute and, and less deadly it's uh what two foot seven inches and 109.1 pounds so you know a hefty 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 little baby mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. also it's it's coloration um varies depending on its gender as well apparently uh so it's got like darker uh i believe i believe the the females have have darker coloration throughout where it's kind of reversed on mm-hmm. the males so. it's like the either either the dark brown is being used to highlight the eyes and nose or right. the light tan and then the dark brown is the it's just like inverse swapped basically yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah it's uh it's cute it's weird it's kind of kind of goofy um it uses yawn a lot in the anime, and people fall asleep. Uh, sure, and including uh, uh, Jesse when they, who starts falling asleep while they're doing their big intro song, <laughs> and, and James is just like uh, saying her lines in, in his best impression of her voice. And stuff. It's very fun. Good, good. Uh, but but yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a little hippo. It's also um, we've got very little room to, to lose audio in our name section here this week because it's, <laughs> you know, they wanted to make sure everyone was equally confused across the world uh, <laughs> on how to say this yeah. name. So. so let's, we're, I mean, okay, so here we go. In every language, with the exception of Chinese, Hippopotas' name is, you guessed it, Hippopotas, which they say here is from hippopotamus yeah we are drawing no other inspiration from any other source i was thinking about this very thing earlier today because i knew i was going to be doing this podcast (laughs) and i was like is it maybe playing on like potassium or something like that Mm. because it's a ground type there's like sand with like the s and the a somehow yeah i was like what are we doing here uh nothing we're not doing anything (laughs) it's hippopotamus but we made it different the name origin uh (laughs) section on on bullpedia says hippopot Hippo, hippopotas is derived from hippopotamus. That's it. That's it. Um, 
surprising to me. I feel like we've never seen this before. <laughs> They're almost always trying to do some amount of wordplay or guess, compound word thing. I, I guess often in, in, in the Japanese names, at least, sometimes it's just like a corruption of something yeah, similar. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then all the other countries just kind of throw their hands up. It's like, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> do something like, here. We're not. It's... Hippopotas. They took like two seconds to try to make a portmanteau of, of sand and hippo. They're like, I give up. This is. They're like, this is. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm yeah. going home. Yeah. Um, China, however, uh, not one to, to shirk away from some such uh, no, heady responsibilities. Never. never. Uh, did did step up here. All right. So, our name in Mandarin and Cantonese is Sha Hema or Sa Homa. Sha or Sa means sand, and Hema, or Homa, means hippopotamus. Um, they did it. Sand they did hippo. exactly what you said. Yeah. It's the sand hippo. <laughs> exactly. Which is, uh, you know, as much as you could describe this this little this little dude, it's it's the sand hippo. The hippo I of the sand. I am now frantically trying to think of, like, okay, well, what would I have done, though? You know, like, what's my answer mm-hmm. since I'm <laughs> so, Sh- you know, Shippo. glib about it? Uh, <laughs> Sando! Remember, remember Glup Shippo from Star Wars? <laughs> my favorite character. Yeah. Um, Glup? S- Sandopatus. Uh, I like that. Yep. Yeah. Or hip, like hip hop uh, dessert, like desert. I don't know. Mudpotamus or mudpotamus. <laughs> well, it is uh, that one won't work for reasons we'll see. Um, but yeah, ah, because this is unlike its, uh, you know, primary Earth world contemporaries. <laughs> yeah, Hippopotas, not a fan of water. I'm going to assume. Yeah, uh, the, the origin section on Bulbapedia says Hippopotas seems to be based on a hippopotamus. Although its behavior is the inverse of that of the real-life species. Hippopotamuses are more active during nighttime and often submerge themselves in water, while Hippopotas is more active during the day and hates getting wet. Uh, They also say the pattern on its skin resembles desert military camouflage, which it certainly does. Um, Sure does. Oh, and because of the spout upon its back that spits sand, Hippopotas and its evolved form may be based upon the legendary Bahamut... Uh, in some ca- some accounts of the myths behind it, it is said to support a bed of sand and have the head of a hippo. Oh, um, yeah, the monster that lies deep below, underpinning the support structure that holds up the earth, according to Zakaria Alquazwini. Um, I only knew Bahamut as a dragon that I could summon in Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, that sounds um, that sounds right. Well, it says not to be confused with with Baphomet or Behemoth, but Bahamut. Um, Anyway. Love all these old world monsters. Good yeah. stuff. Old old Persian stuff. But anyway, that's uh, that's Hippopotas, and I'm gonna keep saying its name over and over to Hippopotas. 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 <laughs> so I can not screw up every other sentence. I've seen this episode. A, uh, I've seen a few of these little buddies uh, swimming around through the sand in Scarlet Version. They do Violet. fully sub Violet Version. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> they do fully submerge themselves in sand and just swim through it like it's water. And they're also in Legends Arceus, uh, Arceus, where they actually are in mud, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe some kind of evolutionary thing. Arceus, Somebody I, messed up is what's going on. But I, I, 
I think that they they have very there's very like muddy like swamp like lowland areas where hippopotamus are just yes yeah I remember that actually. yeah I I, I'm, that I'm looking I'm looking yeah. at a screenshot just here but yeah it's like fully submerged in in the mud water um so uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll reckon that um, discrepancy when we come to it as we do <laughs> on the show but uh yeah um let's take a uh, quick break let's take a quick break and uh we'll we'll dive into this 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 pit of sand i guess maybe that's trap inch or something i don't know anyway goodbye (laughs) and we are back talking about hippopotas the happy hippo that loves to um sand loves It loves to have sand, and I, I think <laughs> and expel I don't know. it out of its body. Seemingly. We haven't actually read. We don't. Too many I was going to say we don't know what it loves. We uh-huh. have to do our. We have to do our due diligence here. In the in the in its anime debut episode, which was called uh, Mass Hipponis, I think it was called Mass Mass Hippo. Mass, mass Hippo. Oh, like Mass Hipposis. Oh, Mass There's a they they okay. dash okay. it out. So there's yeah. Hipposis. Um, very clever very clever um not really <laughs> it was um it got like sick and like had to go to the pokemon center when it got wet after it, um fell off a bridge got knocked in the water um, yeah as ha- as will happen sometimes and as it was recovering you're like they they put it in a basket full of sand basically <laughs> and uh nurse Dro was like well, yeah if, if uh it's it's recovering fine and just needs rest um if we if we had more sand, it'd probably recover quicker and stuff. And Ash is like, "I'll go find some sand." So they just they just go dig up some sand and bring back a bag of sand. For <laughs> it's like putting your uh, putting your iPhone in a bag of rice after you drop it in the water. Yeah, exactly. Same basic principle. Um, so it seems to really like sand, at least uh, on that front. Uh, also, again, one of my favorite favorite bits in in Pokemon, especially it seems like a recurring one, especially in, in the Diamond and Pearl episodes. Uh, how is how is how will the boss of Team Rocket make use of this Pokemon? Why are we stealing this Pokemon, <laughs> boss? And uh, Hippopotas is going to be especially handy for the boss when he's uh, doing his uh, his golfing, and oh no, accidentally gets his his ball <laughs> stuck in a sand trap. But luckily, he's got Hippopotas there ready to just kind of nudge it out with with its nose, just going to blow a little gust of wind. Doesn't even need to touch it and. Surely get no that, other get Pokemon par. could accomplish this task. Also, whenever uh, the boss goes to the beach um, and it's uh, it's too rocky, there's just rocks everywhere, there's no, no sand, he's going to have Hippopotas come, come along and, and make a beach, basically, by covering it in sand. Just for terraforming purposes, sure. Yeah. That feels um, that feels more likely than the golfing example, honestly. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but that's not really the angle they're taking, um, just because he <laughs> wants to have a relaxing day at the beach. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's great. We get because they always do impressions of the boss, uh, like, and then the boss will say, "Oh, Hippopotas, you're so great. Thanks for making this beach or whatever. Let me get the birdie, whatever." Anyway, um, never. Never gonna not uh, bring up that segment whenever I see it. So, there you go. Watch watch the Pokemon anime. It's fun. Truly, uh, the the motivations of Jesse and James are um, inscrutable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, completely unknowable. Um, 
Anyway, we've got we've got Pokedex entries from the actual games, the highest form of canon lore you can get in Pokemon. I don't the know. Holiest if that, of holy. At least at least for our purposes, I guess. Uh, so let's let's start with our very first one um, from from Diamond here. All right. So Diamond version says it lives in arid places. Instead of perspiration, it expels grainy sand from its body. That's a that's a little unsettling. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, you do you, Hippopotas, but uh, sweating sand seems like a very. I would. I think I would be uncomfortable. Okay, so that is your read on that, right? Because initially I was like, well, maybe I'm being silly. It does expel sand from its body from the giant holes in its body. But if they said instead of perspiration, the implication is that it's leaking sand out of every pore. Yeah. It's sweating sand. Because that's what what perspiration, you know, sweat is secreted by sweat glands in the skin of mammals. Also sand does not function as sweat that will not cool you down no but it it will for hippopotas i guess it will make sand everywhere which is what <laughs> hippopotas wants and i guess you know enough sand cover you up that that'll cool you down because it'll block, block out the sun you know but uh i don't know does it need to cool down it lives in arid maybe places not. maybe not it maybe just it doesn't care about the temperature it just does also also always want sand ir- ir- irrelevant Te- temperature not relevant sand always relevant always, always wants relevant. more yeah. this i'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way Braden. hippopotas uh-huh. the anti-anakin skywalker oh my gosh yeah big no. fan of sand would would hate this pokemon His- <laughs> would absolutely murder an entire village of this pokemon oh my gosh <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it gets everywhere, and yeah. that's exactly how Hippopotas wants it, um, mm-hmm. all over everywhere. the place. Um, Deal filled, with it, Anakin. Filled to the brim with sand. <laughs> um, gonna ruin gosh. all your droids by getting sand in their joints or whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I'm watch. I've, I watched Crystal Crisis on Utapau recently, which was like Utapau, a, a pre-production like. Uh, Clone Wars episode arc that never got made that I'm watching because the more civilized age is the podcast that we both listen to and they're, they're watching it and all this stuff. Any, anyway, my uh, immediate instinct was to be like, you don't have to explain it, Brayden. I already know. <laughs> I know you know. And surely all of our listeners do as well. <laughs> Probably by this point. Because um, we never uh, stop talking about a more civilized age because it's a yes. great show and you should listen to it. Great podcast. Um, anyway, I was watching Crystal Crisis on Utapau and I was very... Uh, Amused and annoyed uh, that they set up a whole bit just so uh, Obi-Wan could say, that's no mound. Oh, come on. When a mound turned out to be a spaceship. (laughs) That's no mound? That's no mound. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Cancel the show. And they did. That's probably what happened. Yeah, someone at, at, at Cartoon Network saw that. Because uh, this was like the demo reel, basically, of, of yeah. the episode arc. And they were like, "We can just take the line out of the episode." And they were like, "No, you're done." <laughs> no, this was one one reference to the original trilogy too far. But also, like, a moon is a thing that is like categorizable, that is definable. A thing is or is not a moon. A right. mound is nothing. That's a shape. That's nothing. <laughs> 
A ship can also be a mound. You know what I mean? Like, shut up, Obi-Wan. <laughs> shut up. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, they he had, he had a bad feeling about that mound. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. Anyway, uh, uh, this is this has been our our sub podcast about a podcast about a cartoon. Uh, Will's wearing his Admiral Akbar t shirt right now. Um, you guys hear about Star Wars? Yeah, you guys heard about Star Wars. We um, we watched it. Um, <laughs> we did. And anyway, Hippopotas, a very short entry for for Diamond. It we get we get we get some good solid info though. Um, it sweats sand. Wow. We, we know where Very it lives, and, it's, and it sweats sand. So I guess it wouldn't be. We th- we hear that, and we're like, "Wow, that would be extremely uncomfortable." But we also don't swim through sand and submerge our entire bodies in sand, which Hippopotas seems to be able to do. Yeah, it's probably got that very very tough, uh, not very sensitive skin mm. um, that makes sand less of a nuisance. Right. And uh, and yeah, it looks like our next entry will kind of uh, expound upon the why why it likes the sand so much all right so next up is going to be from pearl version which says it enshrouds itself with sand to protect itself from germs it does not enjoy getting wet will sand protect you from germs is that how i don't germs? think so i i i doubt it very much germs find a way is is by yeah. germs is is smaller than sand germs is not blocked by sand um, sand, not an N95, and sand, not, <laughs> no, not a no. fine enough mesh there, I don't think. Uh, um, people on Google also ask, can sand cause infections? And mm. LiveScience.com says beach sand can also harbor a number of bacteria that can cause gastroenteritis or stomach mm. infections that lead to diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. Don't eat sand, please. Yeah. Is beach sand clean? Uh, no. Beaches and fine you... sand are home to many viruses, parasites, and bacteria. That they didn't say germs. Thankfully, most of these are harmless. <laughs> but unlike seawater and regulated bathing spots, the quality and cleanliness of sand isn't tested or monitored, and some beaches are cleaner than others. So yeah, it seems that's like if it said home to many arachnids and insects, and you said they didn't say bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Here, the, the sand carried germs. ASM.org says uh, for both. Uh, Commensal and pathogenic human-associated microbes have been found in samples of beach sand at any time of the year. Um, okay, well, I don't know if those are bad microbes or, or whatever, but how do sure. we find our way to maybe sand has maybe hippopotas is I don't know I I'm, <laughs> we're gonna figure something out here. Maybe hippopotas is immune to the germs that are commonly carried in sand, and maybe those germs mm. have a kind of you know, uh, rivalry with bad germs. Maybe it acts as <laughs> right. a sort of external immune system for hippopotas. Because maybe there's like nat- like natural evolution hippopotas has evolved to adapt to, you know, sand germs. In, mm. And so to the point where that actually protects them from, from bad germs? I don't know. It's kind of a mess. Doesn't make a ton of sense. Not sure why they would say that. Uh, there is something. Uh, I think where we're gonna have to, what we're gonna have to accept, is that there is some stuff going on with Pokemon World Sand that is different 
from I, human sand. Yeah, usually I can I can kind of twist it and be like, oh yeah, because like it can just you know produce fire or electricity through right. an electric sack or whatever. Or yeah, sure. it can shoot it can shoot a beam, whatever. But like germs. Germs are is kind germs. Of, that's kind of fundamental. Like, yeah. but I guess you know, honey and flowers and, and germs <laughs> are, you know. It really seems like they were like, "Why does Hippopotas love sand so much?" And they were like, "I don't know, germs or something." <laughs> right, and germs aren't necessarily like all bad. Like, it's kind of it's just it's just part of the world. Like, germs are just out there. Maybe your immune system. Maybe all the sand in Pokemon is from some. Uh, some other wild ground. Although, no, it's coming from Hippopotas. Hippopotas is sweating it out. So maybe Hippopotas is sweating out sand, the and sand- that sand is coated in its own, like, antigens and, and, and uh, right, you know, immune must, system stuff. Right, because it must be boosting its own immune system with sand somehow, or, or sand just kind of complements its immune system somehow. And it's inundating all of the sand with its immune system and then just right. sort of breathing it in and sweating it out and covering itself in it all the time. And that is good for help because that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. Because and, it is. All right. And uh, and it does not enjoy getting wet. No, because that it, it interferes with its sand cycle, I assume. Right. right. I, don't, I don't know if it's going to like, you know, gremlin style turn into a monster, maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah, they would be kind of burying the lead, but it wouldn't be the first time. Um, <laughs> should we uh, um, look ahead and see if there's any gremlin developments here? Maybe, maybe. But, but first, I do need to note that I've, I've been looking at its its eyes uh, long enough now that they kind of look deeply like... deeply into its eyes. You know, like the big 10-gallon uh, cowboy hat? It looks mm. like you take mm-hmm. take the eyes off, like the, the pupils and the and sclera and all that, and so it would just be brown. It looks like, looks like a... A ten gallon hat with like two, like a twenty gallon hat. looks like two, right? Like ten a gallon double, jugs a double next one. to a double, like a double. Literally, double. yeah. It's a twenty. It's a twenty gallon hat. I think you gallon. hit the nail on the head there. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, so anyway, which you, is appropriate that it have some cowboy vibes. You know, yeah. it's a little desert critter. Totally. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's the last. I just needed to say one more thing about its its weird appearance. Anyway, weird weird eyes. Um, what does it uh, do with those nostrils, Will? Well, Platinum Version tells us that it shuts its nostrils tight, then travels through sand as if walking. They form colonies of around ten. Could could they just say it walks through sand? As, hmm. What do you mean, travels no. through sand? What? <laughs> I think what they mean is that it's under and within the sand. And it is unimpeded by that somehow. How? You know, walking. It's, it's, um, see, this is what is strange is that uh, if I hadn't just read the previous half of this Pokedex entry, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe it's like sucking sand in through its nostrils to clear a path for itself and then blowing the excess out of the hole on its back. You know, like, and just yeah. sort of burrowing that way. But apparently it's shutting its nostrils tight yeah. when it is moving through the sand. Um, Which, I'm, I don't know why, because it shoots sand out of them all the time. So I didn't think that it would care whether there was sand in going in them the other way. But Right. Uh, also, it's... What's going uh, on with you, Hippopotas? I don't get you. <laughs> it's... I, 
I'm very curious to see what a a, a tightly closed nostrils mm. yep. uh, hippopotamus would look like as well. Yeah, because those are big nostrils. Yeah. How do you uh, shut those? <laughs> I don't. Hmm. So far, uh, more questions than answers. Yeah. What is uh? How does Sandile work? Uh, I think they just similarly said that it, like, swam around in the sand, didn't they? I don't think they... they Yeah, it submerges submerges itself in sand and moves as if swimming, which is different from as if walking, I suppose. As if walking? But, uh... (laughs) Not sure how that works, but okay. We didn't... I don't know if we interrogated it too much back then, but, like, sand is, like... It's not water. It is not water. And just because you like it... It does not have the properties of water. (laughs) Like, there's just I can't I can't imagine how there would be less like resistance than open I mean, you air. You might as well say like it submerges itself in the earth and moves through earth as if walking. It's like how? How are you <laughs> yeah. doing that without like digging? Right, right. It's uh, I I I would think that yeah maybe like you know if the nostrils are open it's just kind of like the sand is just kind of like flowing in and then out of the back is how it kind of moves right. through but no it keeps keeps them tightly shut keeps them tightly shut I have to I, I have to assume that our Pokemon profs are seeing them move around through the sand and reporting back to us that yes they do indeed move through it as though walking they got uh, a they, they have no idea how they got a giant <laughs> ant farm construction. <laughs> built so they could see it in action and they're like look their nostrils are shut how are they doing that <laughs> i don't know i don't know pokemon write it in the pokedex marvelous creatures who knows who could say um they form colonies of round 10 maybe it's using its ground type abilities to dustamancy its way around it's it's sandokinesising yeah, the sand at, out of the way at this point yeah it's, there's got to be some kind of you know, elemental magic Pokemon super molecules happening. I don't know. Metachlorians. Yeah, Meta- Santa-Chlorians. Santa-Chlorians. Uh, <laughs> um, PBS.org says hippos are social, social animals that spend most of their time in groups, and they live in groups from 10 to 30 hippos. Yeah, there you go. So, so Hippopotas may be a little bit less social than, or, you know, just lives in smaller groups than a, a standard hippo. But... But they yeah, do around, form around colonies 10. of ten, um, and they move through sand with no problem. Um, just don't think about it too much, uh, because fine. we sure did, and it didn't get us anywhere. <laughs> let me didn't tell you. you. <laughs> let me tell you, it felt like walking through sand. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> um, all right, let's go. Let's go back to these germs, though. Um, right. Is this let's... even? Let's see here. Heart gold yeah. and soul silver. It shrouds itself in sand to ward off germs. It travels easily through the sands of the desert. Well, at least here they're not saying that it's like, you know, submerged itself and walks through them. But yeah, yeah, but it is traveling easily. It is unimpeded by sand through methods unknown. It's like, I don't know, I guess uh, when when you sweat sand, maybe it's like... It's easier to like move through it somehow because it's just like a part of your body so much more. I don't know. Hippopotas has no, has like a zero friction relationship <laughs> with sand. Sand right. just glides off of its body like nothing. Just like the the germs. 
that bounce Just right like off the of that germs, sand. Right, germs hate sand. Everybody knows it. We looked it up, and that's definitely what we found out. Germs yeah, germs can't stand the stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're like Anakin, who's also full of, uh, you know, germs. Ger- the germs of the Force, known as medical. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Force germs more than I've ever seen. Yeah, you got to get a blood sample of all those germs. Um, this is, I was not expecting this much This Star boy Wars. is so, so sick. He's got so many germs. We have to uh, take him with us. Yes. And you, you have know to stay you... here and work for this horrible racist caricature. <laughs> Bye forever. I'm Liam Neeson. You remember how uh, you went to the doctor when you were a kid, when you had a cold, and they are like, wow, you've got like thousands of germs in there. You're super sick. <laughs> Well, your germ count is off the charts, kid. You've been you've been in the sandbox lately. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta get in the sandbox. Right. I'll protect exactly. You. No, that's what I'm saying. You oh, gotta right, get right. back to the sandbox. Get rid of some San- of those germs. Sandbox a day will keep oh, all the germs no. away. The wheels have come off here, Braden. It's all coming apart. <laughs> hey, Nothing makes sense we're anymore. going. We don't need wheels. We just need to walk <laughs> through the sand somehow. <laughs> We're just like rapid fire switching intellectual properties to reference at a mile a minute here. Okay. Uh, Let's keep moving. Yeah. The only uh, way out is through. What's our our next entry? Our next entry comes from Sword Version and says, It moves through the sands with its mouth open, swallowing sand along with its prey. It gets rid of the sand by spouting it from its nose. Well... Okay. Okay. So, no, okay. It keeps okay. the nostrils tu- nostrils closed, mouth nostrils open. Nostrils closed, mouth open. Just the way I like to live. Nostrils closed, mouth open. <laughs> head head down, spout up. Just <laughs> That's the way go, we like to be. Go, um, go through the sand. Moves through the sand with its mouth open, swallowing sand along with its prey. So like a whale, it is just mouth open, moving through the sand, eating whatever happens to be living in the sand. Yeah, swallowing I don't know sand what. wholly, which not a problem for no big deal for Um because and because it, it can get rid of it easily through its nose when it comes up to right. to spout. I guess. So I am assuming that periodically it rises to the surface, vents all of the excess sand. Out of its nose, keeps all the prey in its body. Somehow, yeah, it's got it's got a, a top notch internal filtration. You know system. how you, like your throat is like okay, liquids go down this pipe and <laughs> right, and that always works every time. Uh, every um, time, <laughs> <laughs> food go here, waste go here. And you, to be you always from sound the like nose. you're in a lot of uh, pain and 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 uh, distress and. Even though you, it's a, just a simple, stupid thing, but everyone's always like, oh, are you okay? It's like, yes, I'm okay. I'm just, just my, my body just didn't work for a minute. We don't need to make a big deal out of this. Please don't draw attention to the fact that my body is malfunctioning. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. It's fine. We've all been there. Uh, yeah, I wonder what its prey is. What's what's smaller than the hippopotamus and living in an underneath sand? The only other Pokemon that immediately jumps to mind as being one that lives in the sand is sand isle mm-hmm. um sand isle maybe uh whatever it evolves into what was that one called criminal boy uh, cr- 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 crocodile. 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 crocodile yeah 
Uh, crocodile uh-huh. was a nightmare. Crocodile would absolutely yeah. kill a hippo- hippopotamus. Oh, they made no that hesitation. pretty clear. Um, um, so if I were hippopotamus, I'd be on the lookout for that. Uh, um, according to, to Moon, Sandile's favorite food is trap inch. So oh. I, I bet I bet hippopotamus could eat a, eat a trap oh, inch. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think about some of the other critters that I saw in the desert. There were definitely Cause, some psilocobra, uh, trapin- maybe, although they stay on the surface. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause trap inch, they're in their little sand pits, just sitting there with their, with their mouth open, waiting for food to come in. But if a yep. hippopotamus comes from below, you know, walks, just saunders, saunters on through underneath it. <laughs> right. Just sideways from underneath sand trap. Yeah. Yeah. You got got, you got bested at your own game trap inch. Yeah. Sucks to suck. The desert turning out to be like the real kind of most killer be killed environment in the pokemon world yeah it's pretty it's pretty rough i know i for a while there i was coming back again and again to the sort of truism that you should definitely stay out of the mountains because there were Mm. always dangerous things going on in the mountains right Uh, but the desert also troubling place to be yeah um definitely make sure you're like uh, have a good way to traverse above the sand or some yeah, kind of road yeah. or something because below yeah. the sand we've got practically like an ocean level <laughs> of life going right. on uh just frantically killing each other and even if there's one uh crocodile in the desert within you're, like you're a crev- mile within like a mile you're you're done for because as i recall finished. If it sees you, it will... It will kill you. It will come and kill you. And also, it has, like, binocular vision, by the way. So, good luck with that. Yes. Um, Which is maybe a good reason why Hippopotas can can stay uh, submerged. Uh, Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Just, like, hop out, blow that sand out, get back under the sand uh, before you get spotted. Totally. Um, But, okay. uh, Good good to know that it has prey. Um, it, It was eating a bunch of big fruit. Uh, in the anime that that Ash was was throwing to it, um, sure. which was which was fun because I just eat the whole thing in one big bite. Um, nice. Uh, and similarly, it can do that with the uh, Pokemon, probably that are smaller than it. So I also feel a little bit better about its ability to move through the sand as though walking. Now that I know that it is actively swallowing the sand in front of it, right? Uh, so I'm not sure, like, because it would have to, it have to be as if swimming because that's the only way. It's, it has four right. legs, four stumpy little legs. Yeah, like. like if it's able to somehow put its foot down as though it were putting its foot down on the ground, then the whole operation kind of falls apart. Because like if it can... Guess, maybe if, if it, it can, hits bedrock or yeah. something. Like. Is it walking along the bottom? I don't know. Or is it swimming? Unclear. Not not going to find out, I don't think. No, nope, um, I don't think so. Let's uh, Let's see what S.H.I.E.L.D. has to say, though. All right, next up, Shield Version. This Pokemon is active during the day and passes the cold desert nights burrowed snugly into the sand. That's cute. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, the opposite of what most real-life desert animals do. Burrow into the sand to stay cool during the hot desert days and come out during the cold desert nights. But that is not Hippopotas' style. They love being as warm as they can be. They love throughout to be the, the full twenty-four hour cycle. Swelteringly hot and coated in sand. Right. Just a real freak. Just a real Listen, weirdo. The hotter it gets, the more you sweat. And when you sweat sand, and when you like sand, that's good. 
You want that. Hippopotas hates everything that is good and loves everything that is horrible. Uh, yes. And this is what I am learning about it. This, this is what you, Anakin Skywalker, have, <laughs> have to think about. Here's the big, the big reveal. Will has been Anakin this whole time. Uh, Will, why did you kill those kids? Uh, I almost said something inappropriate for this podcast uh the, the president told me to michael michael answer. jordan meme um <laughs> yeah because space president <laughs> yeah. said i should that's yeah. why uh I'm a patriot I just, you know need someone yeah. to come in and uh, make all the right decisions and make everyone else go along with it and that is what would be good that's how we solve uh, all our problems brayden yeah that's that's a funny joke right <laughs> uh, i'm fascism <laughs> I'm deathly okay. serious, and I am Anakin Skywalker. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not not too much from from Shield. I guess it's kind of nice to know it's 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 uh, sleep patterns and yeah, I mean snug, snugly burrowing patterns. I'll take new information wherever I can get it. It's it's yeah. cute to think of it, you know, snugly snuggled during the cold cold night being all cozy because despite all of the sort of um you know mean things that i'm saying about it it is still very cute yeah um and i was hoping legends arceus would kind of uh give us a uh, some kind of way to to rationalize to bring its, this all together well to, to to make sense of why it hangs out in in the wet mud in all of that game. Oh, in Arceus, right. Even yeah. though it hates getting wet. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we're going to get that. But I let's see what Lavinson has to say regardless. All right, Lavinson. What do we got, buddy? Though large and languid, Hippopotas is difficult to detect due to its tendency to burrow into and lurk beneath the soil. When agitated or excited, it expels sand from its nostrils. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lurker. It is a lurker. And a languid lurker at that. And I guess if, you know, we're reviewing this as, like, one of the first Pokedex entries ever written, maybe yeah. it's just assumed, like, oh, yeah, they don't mind getting wet in the mud because that's just right. how we've we always seen them. We don't have the chronological or argument to be made at this point in the game. Yeah, so I'm just going to have to assume that they don't like getting wet, but they don't mind mud. Or, like, you know, but beggars like can't be choosers. You know, like if there's nothing but right. soil around and no convenient there's, sand, they can make There's no do desert in the biome in, right. in yeah. Pasui, you know. Right. So, but there are hippopotas for some reason. Right. Um, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But they're difficult to detect because um, they burrow and lurk beneath the soil. I'd say they're. Just look for the the big cartoon eyeballs poking up out of, <laughs> out of the soil or the mud. And you'll the spot twenty right gallon away. hat eyeballs poking up yeah. above the surface are a dead giveaway. Yeah, um, and yeah, when agitated or excited, it expels sand from its nostrils. Um, not a single one of these entries entries has mentioned the the nostril on its back. Yeah, no uh, mention at all of the enormous hole in the middle of its back. Very strange. Which only encourages me in my conviction that it is in fact just a third just nostril, another nostril on the right. back. They so when they even... say nostrils here, that's what they mean. I I mean, I have no reason to disagree. I think you're right. Yeah. They uh Team Rocket grabs it into the their their balloon naturally. Mm -hmm. Um and it uses sand attack to make them confused. And then it uses sand tomb to fill the balloon basket <laughs> with sand. And then it weighs it down yep. and comes to the ground. So 
Because, it, yeah, it's just sort of expelling sand out of its back and, and nostrils. So it turns out that when you're stressed and you just start spraying sand everywhere, that'll actually solve a lot of problems. Especially when you like sand as much as you... I, I guess it never says that they, like, they love sand or they like it so much, but they... They, do they cover seem themselves to, in it constantly. Right. It's like apparently it's a practical concern because it wards off germs, but right. I mean, like, whatever. I that seems bogus to me, but all right. Like, I don't like sweat, you know? Right. Like, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's good that my body sweats, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean I enjoy being sweaty. Hippopotas likes sand in the way that, like, a frog likes water, you know? Like, yeah, right. I go in there to eat and avoid predators. Right. I, I like it, I guess. And it's good to keep my body moist because right, yeah. it functions better. And similarly, it's good to keep Hippopotas' body dry and sand. devoid of germs. And crumbly and, <laughs> and just, I, I don't know, sand. Sand. Sand stuff. Sand. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Do we not have an entry from uh, the new ones? Was it, were, they, were they repeats? Uh, they were repeats, which oh, is a bummer. That is um, a bummer. A lot of a lot of Scarlet and Violets are, are repeats for Pokemon, uh, particularly for Pokemon that seem to have like you know more than five entries already. That's um, too bad, especially wish, because I'm like, I've been playing it and you know reading all the Pokedex entries as if we go along and being like, oh, that's an interesting one. That's a weird one. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly, I'm catching Pokemon that we haven't already done because, despite having done this podcast for years now, we've not done most of the Pokemon. <laughs> yep, because <laughs> that's how math works. Um, yeah. Um, so I, bummer you know, that there there's a lot of repeats in there. That's too bad. Yeah, I I really you know I, I always want them to be making new entries, of course, but alas, they. It seemed like they this game was pretty ambitious as it was. So yeah, I, fair I, enough. I can see why they would cut back there, maybe. Um, but yes, yeah, uh, we, uh, we we could write an entry. Would that make you feel better? It would make me feel better, and we okay. should do that. Um, um what is? Uh, can we kind of invert Anakin's quote? Like, I it loves sand. I love sand. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Gets everywhere <laughs> and keeps me safe from germs. It loves sand because it because it gets everywhere and keeps it safe from germs. Also, it had better the bad ones. The bad right, yes, bad ones only. Um, it had better like sand because it sweats it out of its pores. Uh, this is this is good because it sweats you know what we should what we should include because they failed to is right the hole on its back is a third nostril (laughs) the the hole on its the hole on its back is a third nostril you heard it here first folks deal only we were brave enough to say the truth about hippopotas's back nostril three nostrils three nostril truthers that's us Beyond the Ball version says it loves sand because it gets everywhere and keeps it safe from germs, like the bad ones. The hole on its back is a third nostril. Perfect. Fantastic. Our happy little hippopotas. Potato potato. Potato potato. Potato potas. What's the potato? What's the humanity of hippopotas? I it's what, it, it sweats, but, <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. Is it a one? 
Yeah, I, I guess they're social. They form colonies of around ten. Yeah, there's plenty Maybe of animals. Two. I'm, ten seems pretty high for me. Honestly, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a one. Yeah. No, it's a one. You're right. It's, it's a, a one. one. That's just a hippo. That's kind of weird. Now, weirdly, deadliness also mm-hmm. probably pretty low. Again, in defiance of its reputation on Earth world. It's so world Earth. It's so round and soft and yeah. not sharp. Like it's probably pretty abrasive though. Is probably it not soft? Yeah, but not uh, to <laughs> to a deadly extent at, at no, all. No, no, absolutely not to a deadly extent. <laughs> um, it's deadly in the way that sandpaper is deadly. But yeah, not not as soft. Say, not not as soft as it looks. Like even in Scarlet Valley, like that'd be a, probably a hard texture to implement, like mm, just being covered mm-hmm. in sand. But but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, one again, right? Yeah, unless you're hanging out beneath the sand, I can't see any reason why you would be in trouble. I guess we know yeah. it has prey. Does that augment? Does that get it a point? Because we I know it eats things. I guess so. That are right? alive. I guess. I mean, we usually consider deadliness to be mostly in, to us human right? terms. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just a one. Yeah, I think so. Um, companionship, uh, pretty low if you're Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. and also just if you're a person, because it can't yeah. be in your house unless you want to have sand literally everywhere. Right, because like even if it's all the time, even if it's not using like its special moves and stuff and shooting sand at, at enemies in your house, like it's it's sweating sand, like mm-hmm. it can't be indoors. Let me tell you, as someone who has cats, <laughs> they love to throw sand all over the place, and they're not even yeah. producing it. They just use right. it as a toilet, and hippopotas would be like that, except literally everywhere it would go is sand, and that is miserable. Uh, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. Yes. All that said, though, it is small. It's, it's small cute. And cute. It's hefty. Keep it in your uh, backyard. Keep sandy it in your backyard. backyard. Not as bad as sandy house. It'll you know maintain your sandbox if you've got kids. Your I don't sand know. garden. Hmm? I want to. I want to. I want to. I'm, I'm around a three. Is is four too high? I mean, it's kind of little... feel like four might be too high. It, it, the I, sand I, all the yeah. time. I, I maybe I'm being harsh on hippopotas, but you know, it's just I, it's a hard I, pill to swallow. Sand feels nice. Like it can be. It can be nice, but True. like you you have to have it in the right environments. Yes, and that's pretty hard I as opposed like. to all environments all the time right which right. is hippopotas's so kind of deal i think i think a three is gonna be, and it's gonna be hard to not get it wet you know it's probably mm, happy yeah. with its colony yeah. just just leave it out there so yeah i think i think a three is is, is fine hippopotas we did it we did it we did it um i'm gonna double check the pronunciation of its evolution before i uh, oh yeah that up, but we will be talking about its evolution next episode, whose name is Hippowdon. Hippowdon. Okay. Hippowdon. Hippowdon. Not how I probably would have thought to say it, but like it does make sense the way it is spelled, I suppose. So yeah, we're going to see uh, what it gets up to when it gets real big and has uh, a, a real big mouth. And it's going to be amazing. You excited for that, Will? I'm very excited. It gets definitely scarier looking. I'll tell you that. 
Yeah, a little Looking more... Looking a lot more like the most dangerous land animal. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, baby hippos are probably on par with hippopotas in terms of their deadliness, right. so we're going we're gonna to get adult hippo stuff next next episode hopefully i gotta say this is uh, maybe a controversial but baby hippo in real life cuter than hippopotas oh yeah yeah, yeah. yes baby hippo very cute does not have Googling? weird cowboy hat eyes i'm searching just regular little hippo eyes extremely cute animal oh they're so little and very and, little and, and cute. like not wrinkly but just like the rolls of like fat yep. It's, yep. uh, it's very Absolutely cute. recommend looking up pictures of baby hippos. Oh, man. Good, good stuff. They grow up to be Such so dead. Terrifying <laughs> monsters, but when they're babies, they're very cute. Oh, man. Sorry, Hippopotas. Uh, you are an anime character monster, and you still couldn't, still couldn't top it. Still couldn't um, top it. Nice try. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, hope you hope you enjoy spending your time with us. If you want to give us money so we can, uh, you know, survive within the throes of, of, of capitalism and enjoy things. They won't things. send Braden money for having useful reviews. So. No, I sent my I sent my application after uh, after I got the notification, and they said, "Now you you've, you you uh, you bash us too much on on your podcast." <laughs> you think that we haven't been listening? We are always listening. They You're said always listening. Uh, and then all of Braden's internet turned off for like twenty four yep. hours. Pretty weird. Yeah. So uh, hit us up on on Kofi dot com slash Beyond the Ball uh, to support us in our continuing fight against capitalism and uh inconsistencies in the pokedex um equal equal level evils yes <laughs> absolutely commensurate professor evils. oak jeff bezos <laughs> it's the same same guy basically <laughs> line, line them both up at the guillotine um, <laughs> uh gosh thank you to Bulbapedia and PokemonDB.net as well for all the, the useful info I grab. Um, appreciate having it all laid out there so we can read it to you. And thank you to Partyfish Media, which is our podcast network that you can find out more about at Partyfish.media. Now, I don't know. Well, do you, do you have a hippo fact or or anything else you we need, we need um, to shout out? We've I been mean, on a beyond the like the babies are very cute. They're very dangerous. Um, I have a kind of gross hippo fact. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they poop, they flip their tails around in a circle so that it sprays oh, the poop everywhere. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Is that... I think do it's you like know a territory there's a reason? marking thing, maybe. Ah, cool, cool. They, uh, they, like, they like those germs, I guess. Uh, <laughs> those germs are fine, because those, those are their germs. Those germs are fine. Um, well, that's yucky, and <laughs> we're going to go. <laughs> My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball.
The National Film Festival for Talented Youth is the world's largest for filmmakers aged 24 and younger and is proud to spotlight its annual festival selection of over 200 films by inviting you to a weekly interview diving into an extended look at the filmmaker's film, their process, and their inspirations, hosted by Nifty's programmers and staff. Embrace those positive Nifty vibes during the festival off-season with this podcast, presented by Partyfish Media every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay up to date with Nifty at nifty.org or on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram and TikTok at Nifty Film. Partyfish Media Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.